What's up, YouTube and I? It's your boy, MC TiVo. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box, a.k.a. Pop Culture Pimps, a.k.a. MC TiVo, a.k.a. Tenacious Vocabulary. Once again, happy new comic book day to you. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. We started on time today. Uh, shout out to all the folks who came over from Comic Time 101's live chat. You Check him out. His uh, show is every Wednesday at 5 p.m. And then right after that, you lead right into our show at 6 p.m. You got back-to-back-to-back good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of good stuff, I got my man Otto from the Grotto. Say what's up to the good people. What is up to all my Autobots out there defending the universe from all those Decepticons? What's going on, everybody? I'm glad to be here tonight. Yes, and stepping in for our man, Dark Side Jedi, who's on the disabled list, on the DL, but he's lurking in the live chat, moderating shit. So, Marky316, a returning champion, say what's up to the good people. What's up, everybody? Yeah, hey, you know, Ryan, uh, get better, and uh, yeah, let's do this. Yes. Uh, hey, man, so well, not too much stuff to get into this week, but a couple of curious things happened, man, like... Yeah. We talked about it last week, and then sure enough, something else happened again. And you know what's funny? How they always say uh, you always drop bad news on a Friday, so nobody will really hear about it over the week. You don't want to stop it, drop it during the weekend, the weekday. Um, well, hopefully, most of you guys have seen Daredevil season three. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. I, I actually finished it last night, and I got to say, I really, really loved it. I thought okay. it was absolutely great. It seemed very cinematic. But before we get into that, man, uh, let me talk. Let me pay for our bills. Once again, Lords of Longbox, a.k.a. Pop Culture Pimps, is brought to you by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B. Ryan, drop it in the live chat. Also, GeekySwagShot.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any uh, anything, actually, at the GeekySwagShot.com. Uh, for your comic book value needs, go to comicsmv.com for a good GPA analysis alternative for all your graded books. You want to find out the values of them. Comics MV will soon be going fully mobile, meaning the website will no longer exist at its current iteration. But nowadays, who cares, man? You can get it right now. It's available on iOS and it will be available on Android really soon. Um, so let's get right into it, boys and girls. Kind of bad news, man. It's such kind of a a shitty thing that man riding this high of daredevil season three which has arguably been one of the best seasons of all the marvel netflix solo shows netflix announced on friday man just kind of snuck the news in there that they canceled luke cage season three along with the previous announcement of iron fist season three getting uh, canceled last week word around the campfire is jessica jones may get canceled as well uh, there's been other reports that have come out uh, to, to the reasoning why, which I seem to be kind of flimsy to me because Definitely. Netflix doesn't really release the numbers on um, viewership, right? They keep it really uh, tight knit. But there's research groups out there that kind of gauge um, popularity through social media, right? So how uh, things are trending, hashtagging and that. And they said Luke Cage seasons two and, Luke, and Iron Fist season two had less um, social media buzz than the first seasons. So let me ask the panel this, uh, Marky, and uh, and uh, I'll go start with you, Otto. Being yeah. that Luke Cage is now canceled along with Iron Fist, um, does that give us, yay or nay, a better chance of a Heroes for Hire show, or, or do you think they're just done with it? No, um, you know, the, first of all, I'm really mad about this because I enjoyed Luke Cage season two. Um, I didn't see this coming. I thought Iron Fist, you know, I was a little bit, you know, disappointed with that because I thought they improved on that. Iron to cancel Luke Cage the next season kind of disappointed me because I think that they were going to do these shows in three. Um, we've talked about Hero for Hire. I think this is they're cutting their ties to move on to the Marvel, um, to the to the Disney and the Marvel streaming. So um, disappointed at you know very disappointed. I think they've got enough characters that they could build on it. I've always liked the thing that you've said about a Heroes for Hire show and things like that. So this is definitely upsetting to me. Um, I thought the casting where Michael Collier was very good. I thought the characters were good. I even liked the the villain this year, this season. Bushmaster was Coulter. really cool. So. Mike Coulter. Or Coulter, yeah. So, Collier, um, Coulter, who cares? Is yeah, I, I'll get it right at some <laughs> point, you know. <laughs> but uh, disappointed, very. Um, I am enjoying. Well, hold on a second. And please, Netflix, don't, don't tell me that jessica jones three is going to happen when you've just cut power uh, luke cage for season three okay don't insult us like that that's not fair to us so 
Um, but let's see how Punisher season two goes and we'll see which way that goes. I mean, I think that's got a more of a chance of a season three. So that's what's, my little rant. Let's you know? say you Marky, I mean, uh, uh, is this the end of it? Uh, I mean, it, with, with them canceling both, is there a chance for heroes for hire or Netflix just cutting its ties and moving on? Obviously, when you're dealing with Netflix and when you're dealing with a Disney property now, there's always a an idea, or maybe maybe that was the plan, maybe that is over. But I think I'm with everybody here. I think everybody wants to see the heroes for hire because I got to tell you, uh, I, I I don't care about Iron Fist. I mean, me and Tim have talked about this offline and all that stuff. I we did think it was a little bit better on it season was, two. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing that grates me on that is that mm -hmm. it didn't get worse. The show got better. And right, then right. Uh, so. Right. I mean, a little bit. Let, let's not, let's not, let's not. Let's no, no, not no. Say. Yeah. We talk about last week. It went, but I, it, I it went enjoyed 20% to 50%. So, right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, but I enjoyed Luke Cage. I, I didn't, I really liked that uh, actor and I really liked where, what they were showing because I had no zip about Luke Cage. And for me watching those two seasons, I, you know, I got to know this hero and what he does and everything like that. And I thought it was cool. Jessica Jones, on the other hand, I couldn't even finish season one. I didn't <laughs> even start season two. And please, the God, don't give me a season three. I, I yeah, mean, insulting, right? insulting. Yeah, don't take away Parman and Iron Fist and give right. Us if you're going to do that, challenge. right? But yeah. Punisher, oh hell yeah, man! I, you know, I'm a diehard Punisher fan. I always liked the Punisher, and uh, so I'm. I can't wait for the next season. I think he owns that role, uh, John Bernthal, yeah. and uh, and Daredevil. What can I say, man? It's freaking yeah. great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. it just seems odd timing that you know netflix was writing such a good high all the positive vibes about daredevil season three right um, bullseye kingpin everybody is such a it, it seemed very cinematic it scope even the music was really good i believe it was the same uh michael geocenny whatever the same guy who did the spider-man homecoming somebody okay. i believe he did the music on it that's why it seems very, seems very like a cinematic yeah. where you remember iron fist and and Luke Cage and I, I love hip hop, but they they kept it mostly like hip hop soundtracks, this, that, and the other. And Daredevil, not so much. You know, even Jessica Jones, like I said, Jessica Jones is a downer. I mean, Daredevil season three is somewhat dark too, but it's kind it of pretty dark. dark, not like dark and depressing. No, but dark. like the last episode, I was like giddy, like you know, seeing you know, spoilers, you know, but you know, the last scene where all of them are there, and then you know, what's going to happen possibly with Daredevil season four. So maybe they're hitching. I mean. As far as I know, there's Netflix doesn't have any other agreements with Marvel right now. So it's Daredevil and Punisher and maybe Jessica Jones. Because you got to think, and I almost think the current iteration of Iron Fist and, and uh, Luke Cage are too dark for Disney streaming. Right? Because they, they're going to do Loki and Scarlet Witch. And right. maybe their more adult-themed shit will, will go on to Hulu or whatever. Because they already um, talked about... Remember, uh, Kevin Feige is taking over the... Um, TV programming on right. the Disney streaming side. Okay. Right? Um, and you know what? Now that we're talking about it, why don't I just do that segment now? It's a little fun thing we like to call debunking a rumor. Uh, <laughs> okay. Debunking uh, so a rumor. With we're going to jump Evo. right to part six of our show notes. So, because it kind of leads right into it. Um, so, the what, what I want to talk about is since I was talking about Kevin Feige and what's coming on the Disney streaming services, um, there was. Uh, I think it was cosmiccomics.com or some random, you know, not like Slash Film or or the Rap or or you know the Variety or the Hollywood the Joe Bag of Donuts news sites. Exactly, <laughs> they they leaked that the uh, possible Netflix show will be featuring Nick Fury, right? right? And you're like, yeah. wow, Nick Fury, that's that interesting. You know, it's bad. It's it, they already got two really expensive shows. Um, and so they ran with it, of course. Everybody else ran with it. All comicbook.com, comicbook resources, heroic Hollywood, who hasn't really scooped anything for a while. Well, they did scoop me and hired me as an intern, but the do the Volman said, Yo, I don't work for free. So I got out of Dodge. And I'll tell you the deep dark <laughs> secrets about them later. I tweeted at uh, one of the guys from Comic Cast too what I found out about heroic Hollywood. And he retweeted what I said, and that got like 30, 40 uh, tweets. And I was like, uh oh. I hope the heroic Hollywood's not looking, but uh, before we get to that, let me say what's up to everybody in live chat, man. And um, a shout out to everybody who's going to be watching on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We're actually getting a lot of people checking out the podcast, man. The, the yeah. podcast on SoundCloud is getting like 50, 60 uh, unique uh, listens as opposed to views, as you might say. So shout out to everybody that listens on the podcast. But what's up to Jason Smith, Gomez, the comic collector, 
uh, Dark Side Jedi, once again, hold it down, unknown comics guy, uh, Austin and Vicky Moore. I, I believe you're new to the channel. Congratulations. Uh, hello, I was told to check you all out by Comic Time 101. Well, welcome for your first time. Hopefully, we won't let you down, and we are R rated, so welcome the fuck on. So, <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four now. I'm trying to keep it clean, trying to keep it clean. <laughs> we'll have a Marky Minute sooner or later. We just got to find it. The Marky Rant. Fantastic Four Nottles, our man Stay Puff, uh, home of the NY Warriors, Big Easy. What's up, Big Easy? Marky Big is, of Easy. course, a member of the Big e NY Warriors. Moe's Comics, Isaac Moreno, E-Rod. What's cracking, E-Rod? Uh, and the list goes on and on. we got about 60 people in uh, viewing awesome. right now. Dark Side Jedi, King of the Golden State, moderating as usual. Uh, Seeking the Emirate Comics is here. Uh, Mr. D, Goomba213. But, hey, let's blast a rumor. So, right. um, yeah, they said Nick Fury is going to be the next Netflix streaming Marvel show. And as far as we know, we've only gotten confirmation that, yes, indeed, they are doing Loki with Tom Hiddleston, and they're doing Scarlet Witch with the Olsen yeah. twin sister. I always, I never get a ram. I just know it's about her. It's one of them. They look the same. She's the hot older sister. She's the hot older sister. The one that um, doesn't look like a mess. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but, you know, so uh, I actually tell you the website right here. Um, I, you know, it's so... It, where is it? It's it's, it's like cosmicnews.com or so one of these guys sites that just get clicks by you know sending random rumors. Well, Peter Scaretta, who is a, a you know a a, a, a well reputable reporter for Slash Film, right. he debunked it uh, in a tweet, not even on Slash Film. Um, and his I'll read his tweet verbatim. Yes, Disney is working on other Marvel Cinematic Universe shows for their streaming service. But no, from what I've heard, it's not a Nick Fury series as reported recently on unreliable Marvel fan sites. Verbatim is what he's saying. Yeah. It's something bigger and better, something more. Oh, and to be clear, we haven't reported what we've heard yet on the official Slash.com or Slash Film website because we have to yet to find a second reliable source. So let's go. I'm going to go with Peter Scaretta, who's, you know, I follow on Twitter and is on Slash Film. And they're saying, because it really doesn't make sense to, you know, Nick Fury has kind of been all over the place. And, uh, you know, and his origin story is being told in Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. We're getting to see two-eyed Nick Fury. So want to just debunk this now before everybody runs out there and starts running with this, that there hasn't been yeah. a reliable source. It's not saying it could or could happen, but a lot of times, as we know, as comic book collectors, speculators, flippers, whatever you may be in that spectrum of collecting, People just go wild with that rumor and it runs. And what happens is these sites that just, you know, copy and paste from each other, they never do the work. Thank God from Slash Film, he actually reached out to his source of Marvel yeah. and they're doing something bigger and better. And this is in real time, right, Tim? He tweeted this as of yesterday, right? Correct. Peter like, Scaretta. I mean, this, this is within like 24 hours that we're hearing yeah. this. You know, He's so a reporter for Slash Film. He's been in the industry for a long time. He has sources. One of these Marvel fan sites, you know, it's, you know, the hashtag show is another one of these, uh, uh, there's a quite a few of them that aren't, I wouldn't say reputable. You know what I mean? Some are just aggregators, meaning they just compile. It's kind of like me on Facebook, right? Uh, the Lords of Longbox, check them out. On, check us out on Facebook. My <laughs> Lords of Longbox Facebook page, I post news there daily, but I try to keep you from doing clickbait. I will actually put the contents of the article in the, uh, in the Facebook so you won't have to click on it. But so a lot of times these places, I forgot what the website there, me and Ryan, Ryan told me about this Twitter, uh, page where they take those film uh, you ever seen those uh headlines that go find out who's going to be in this yeah and they don't yeah. tell you this or website retweets like it. now you know? <laughs> this website re or this twitter account retweets it and it puts it right in their tweet <laughs> yeah. and it goes they're lying they didn't say anything or you know the movie costs this much or it's coming out then so I don't know what to be honest with That's you. Like Comicbook.com fucking headline. <laughs> no, yeah normally we can speculate on what we think is going to happen on the Marvel streaming service, but it's, I, you know, all we know is Loki and Scarlet Witch. Right. And something bigger or better. Me, I think it's got to be a team. You know what I mean? I like agree. A Some kind of team. Something, some type, you know, Avengers Academy, uh, maybe a Defenders, like their version of the Defenders, you know, not the street level version of Defenders. You know, maybe it's something else. Like I've always said, Give us a Marvel anthology series like Marvel Presents, Marvel Premiere, something like that. And just throw random characters out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could throw it like even a West Coast Avengers as, as whack as that was in the 80s. You know, maybe that's something we could even take right now. You know what I mean? That would be pretty I, cool. I think with uh, DC Universe's Titan streaming, 
I think Marvel wants to build a streaming team out there. I think the Defenders that was a bit, you know, underwhelming. You know what I mean? Because the complaint on the most of the Marvel Netflix shows is 13 episodes is too long. Well, right. Defenders only gave you eight episodes. So yeah. It was almost like it was too little. It wasn't. It was an okay story. I mean, but uh, to go back on the DC streaming service, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I got it. And I've been watching Titans. And boy, oh boy, if you guys don't like the dark and gloomy shit, you are definitely not going to like Titans. And that's just <laughs> too damn bad because I like that shit. So, so it's too bad. I love it. It's great. And what they got coming up, uh, the live action uh, Swamp Thing, I am very excited for when that starts uh, to get in production and get yeah, going. Yeah, what are the other releases? Yeah. So far, is this Titans on there? What else? Just is Titan. We just got Titans, and I think they just did like a trailer for the cartoon Harley Quinn, which is going to have some choice words here and there. Yeah. Uh, what was it? The the girl Good. from um, uh, the Big Bang Theory, the blonde. Uh, she's voicing Kelly Cuco. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got, remember, and for an animated show, you've got the return of the Young Justice Outsiders. Mm -hmm. Now, for an animated series, Young Justice was fantastic. That's awesome. I that actually really awesome. I like that better than Justice League, to be honest with you. Because yeah, it, yeah. It, Young Justice is really good. It hits on all different points. And they're going to do season three. It's going to be called Young Justice Outsiders. Right. That's going to be out there. Um, the Doom Patrol, which people have been talking yes. about. There's been I thought problems. Doom Patrol was part of Titans. No. No. Well, they were. Doom Patrol was in the team. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be. Right. I actually, if. Uh, you can see all the um, episode titles coming up for the season, and Doom Patrol is coming up in like I think episode six or seven. So, all right, so it'll be a cool. segue into them and to get their show off the ground. That's exactly, cool. yeah. That's, That's cool. Idea. And not only you that, you got the... a lot of the movies. You got all the Warner Brothers DC movies on there, and you got the cartoon shows like the Challenge of the Super Friends, which I grew up with, which That's I right. love to see. That's which right. I love That's to see do. the Justice League versus the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Those cartoons are awesome. I love them. Yeah. I think the best version of the uh, the Super Friends was the seasons that had uh, Firestar. Our Firestorm came on it. The animation okay. was was better. It was like an eighty one yes. or eighty two because the early stuff was like I think it was eighty four, eighty five, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I and was... I always chipped on like the, the 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 Japanese Twister Samurai guy who does never ever appear in a comic book. Yeah, samurai. man, he's never <laughs> ever appeared in a comic, right? And then who was the uh? Had, Jesus, he had Apache. Oh my God, Apache Chief. Right, he was Apache. And you had someone that looked like Black lightning but he was called something Falcon, else black falcon or something shit right yeah. right Jesus, black he had a really, he had those really kind of high tights right. and <laughs> yeah the, the ears yeah. i always thought that was black lightning but anyway well yeah. anyway, we're gonna decide i don't forget so. zan and jaina the wonder twins you right, know? Right. <laughs> speaking yeah. of titans man so uh remember all the dc stuff they had announced and this and that and we're kind of waiting and this now well believe it or not there's remember there was going to be a nightwing movie yes yeah well Chris McKay, who is the director of it, somebody actually tweeted him and goes, hey, man, is the Nightwing movie going to happen? He goes, and he said, yes, you're going to have to wait, though. Keep hope alive. To, to paraphrase uh, Dick Grayson, Nightwing lives always, but his name is not Dick anymore, is it? What is it, Richard? Richard. Richard Grayson. Yeah. Something like that. I'm gonna call him Dick. I'm gonna call him Dick. That's still. <laughs> I don't think they need to do that. That's what I'm saying. They don't need to make a Nightwing movie. We don't need it. We well, got they Titans. Are, they That's are good enough for me. That. Chris McKay is um, was a director of. Uh, he's doing an actual Dungeons and Dragons big screen adaptation for Hasbro. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. So it's going to come out after that. So I would say, give us a Nightwing movie after the Batman comes out, right? That makes more sense, right? To me, right? Don't don't jump the shark. You can't have you know you got to have Batman then Robin. You can't right. have Robin then Batman. At least on the cinematic side, right? At least keep some coherentness to the schedule. That um, would be smart, Tim. But this is Warner Brothers we're talking about, and you know me, I'm a big DC <laughs> fan, and I gotta tell you, their marketing decisions and decisions of what movies are going to get made and what are going to come out are just very freaking questionable. But um, do I feel I a marketing minute coming on? Yeah. Well, well, let, let's just let's just bring it on. I think this is uh, you know they announced the new Wonder Woman uh, movie well, coming out in twenty twelve. Let's talk about that. Let's see yeah. if we can get Marky triggered right here. Uh, I don't think I'm triggered. Oh boy, here we go. We're honestly, the bear. honestly, the only thing that I see that I think that's actually smart because next year you're going to be getting the Shazam film and this uh, 
Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker film. So you got two of them there, and well, I, think Mark, try, I think they're. I think I really since, think they're trying to get the Flash. All right, since uh, Marky's not going. used to produ professional productions on the uh, NY Warriors oh. show, let me introduce the segment before Marky starts to talk about right. it. All right. All so, right. So, you know, Marky, not everybody knows the news like we do. So in case you okay. hadn't heard, Wonder Woman 84, which is the title, has been delayed to summer of 2020. Uh, it was originally scheduled to release in November of uh, 2019. So now it's being moved to June 2020. That's, so that's, that's a, a long good, time. <laughs> good six months. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's pretty interesting because, you know, this kind of follows – what's been going on with all the other things. And I mean, in Marvel's side, they had to shuffle things around because of the whole James Gunn incident and kind of maybe affected DC schedule of things. And now they have James Gunn to do a Suicide Squad 2 film. Yes. What do you think? I, I I will give you my take on this. And, you know, immediately people kind of lost their shit. But I, I'm going to tell you what I think. Like Marky said. Don't rush I, it. It's a good idea. I mean, there's it's not like... I don't think they're doing... They're pushing it back because of their reshoots or editing or anything like that. I think it's perfectly fine. Here's the thing, though. The Joker movie comes out in October of 2019, right? Mm -hmm. So right. why would you have month? You don't, you're not giving your own films room to breathe, right? Right. That's an example of that. So what I think why Solo failed is because it came out six months after uh, The Last Jedi. Right. You can make an argument that it sucked or people hate it, blah, blah, blah. And, well, no, no, all no, the no. other and Star Wars films. After Blockbuster, yeah, that's what all they, the other they, Star Wars they films. Between too many films. They released them a year apart, the other Star Wars films, right? And right. this was the first time they did it six months. And right. even I mean, Bob Iger, the folks at Lucasfilm and Disney, both said they all pretty much agreed. We made a mistake. We shouldn't have rushed it, made it six months right after The Last Jedi. We should have waited a year, a year between films. Because then it came out too early, and then you have to wait even longer for the next film to come out, right? Um, yeah. So it made absolutely no sense that they would make a Joker movie to come out in October and then a Wonder Woman come out in uh, November. Right. November. Too much. Right. That's Too much. only a month. You're not giving the Joker film any room to breathe. Let's I'm gonna give you an example on the Marvel side. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp has still playing, right? Dude, it's it can push six hundred and fifty million dollars. It, right. it outperformed the first film. And you know what it did? It just let it play. And uh, it just it continues to play on and play on. It's do it has legs on the international market a lot of people said oh you know iron man well a lot of times now movies they don't care so much about the domestic totals it's about the international and when they're yeah. releasing china it did like 130 million in china so far yep so, so i mean and I, I think that's good so give it room to breathe because if the joker becomes a cult hit or a blockbuster or whatever it may be people are going to want to see it once twice three twice, times and absolutely. when you give yourself only a month in between films you can't it. do that what do you think marky uh, I agree. I, I, I like I said, we have Shazam and the Joker coming out next year. Let it breathe. You don't want to smack them in between each other, and you don't want to throw another third film at the end of the year. And I honestly think that um, they wanted to take a little time with this because they got a, a great cast again. Uh, Patty Jenkins is directing, and I think maybe they want to maybe touch up some things, and maybe maybe they'll try to get their ass in gear. With the friggin' Flash film, or maybe a supposed Batman film, or whatever else they got up their sleeve, or what they want to do, and so that gives them time to maybe think on how they want to see where they want to go with the universe. And I think they're waiting, honestly, and and you know, it's not just because I'm anticipating this film. I think they're waiting to see what Aquaman does at the end of this year. Mm, I really think, I really think they're looking like, hey, look. We got some buzz. Everybody seems to be liking the trail as hell. You know I am, Tim. And I think I think we're in for something really special because James Wan don't play. He, he knows his stuff. He knows how to handle big blockbusters, and he's showing it right now. He's actually showing you, said, hey, I took this seriously. And if you're an Aquaman fan, you are going to be very, very happy. And so far, I'm, I am, and I can't wait. And I think that's what they're waiting on to see how well that does. And I think Wonder Woman 1 was successful enough to where yes. it, it stands on its own, the sequel, right? Um, right. There's been... It should do fine. Right, Grace correct. Randolph's crazy ass came out and tweeted that Wonder Woman 2 got delayed because oh, Jesus. it's going to reboot the DCU. God damn, this no, woman is just... No, woman it's not. Can't say no. anything right, right? No, so it's full God. of useless information, and I, I, would, oh, I, mean, I always people on twitter just always blow her up but it may here's from a dollars and cents perspective also 
you got mu- you're gonna have much more dollars on a summer release, right? June. Yes, Boom. correct. It's summer, you got that's when summer blockbusters come out. You don't want to drop it in November. I mean, it's right. hit or miss in November. It could or I could think not. So. Heavy hitters are coming out this summer in 2019 too. So I don't think that yeah. was a good smart smart. I think this was a smart film from Warner Brothers. No, and, you know, I, the I only they, they 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 do do smart film uh, moves here and there. <laughs> well, <laughs> if anything, it's I think they're moving it back because it's a sign of confidence. They're like, you know, you know, oh, we'll put it in November. You know, it's not too many expectations. Doesn't have a lot of competition. Maybe they're like, hey, you know what? This is we really feel good about this film. Let's throw smack dab right in the middle. And I think there was an opening in the schedule. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that Marvel moved the movie away, so it opened them up to have less competition. So that's a smart business decision for right. Warner Brothers to slide up in there and get those fanboy dollars. You know what I mean? Right. right. So my two cents on this, and I'll just, you know, Wonder Woman was a huge success. Gail Gadot, you know, nailed the role. They know it's pretty good. They know it was fantastic. So, you know, keep it the way it is. We're in no hurry. We Last week, Tim, we forgot to talk about Flash, remember? And Tim and I, well, Tim really put it all together. He put a huge list together of all the bad things that happened in the production of Flash up to this date, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some other point. But this is something that, you know. Actually, did we not it. talk about that last week? No, we missed the whole thing. Till we talked right over it. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. But, to blame it all on Ryan. Well, that's it. Well, you know, Ryan, poor Ryan's laid up <laughs> just watching this. Um, but, you know, don't rush it. I also heard some, read something about where Warner Brothers is going to do a $6 million man movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oh and, no! And I've been hearing that could, for a while, man. This that, could go no. up against it. They don't want to put it themselves no, up against dude. that, so no, not really want to belabor that. No, come on. No, it's more like no, 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 no. I don't want it. But I don't want with, it with with this with this happening. You know, push it back a little bit. Let's see how good Aquaman does. Let's see how Shazam does. And let's bide our time. You know, you can't put two things out. If you put a movie out in November and December, you've only got four or five weeks to get my money, right? Maybe once, twice, possibly. You know, spread it out. Like, give me a couple months to eat it up, digest it. What's the rewatchability? I always talk about that. How if a movie has a high rewatch rewatchability? As I like to say, I don't even know if that's a word. Sure but it is. You can watch it over and over again and get lost in it. So, uh, well, that's giving that's, a room to breathe. Give it more yeah. screenings. You know, giving it. You know, I would say arguably, you know, in October you can possibly squeeze out more screenings because you have less competition in October, right? Right. I mean, there most of the movies that come out in this. December and November are Oscar contenders, right? Not typical yeah. blockbuster films, right? And if you, you can put it out Thanksgiving, Christmas, right around those times, you know, those are really the only other times. But also you have to factor in, which a lot of us on the West Coast don't, is weather patterns on the East Coast can affect movie going. If there's a fucking major snowstorm, you're not going to have people saying, eh, I don't really want to go through the bullshit of driving through the snow to the cinema. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so summer months, Kids are out of school. Weather's nice. Let's go see a film. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. In November, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be. It rains in a lot of parts of the country. It snows in pretty much, you know, all you know, the Northeast and the Midwest and the North and Canada and Lord knows in Canada, people just hunker down in their igloos for the whole damn winter and don't go anywhere. That's right. <laughs> Netflix and chill all day. You know, <laughs> right? No wrong with that. But you know that you brought that up. Let me find uh, those show notes that uh, about the. Um, since we, we got some time here, yeah, was that on last week's notes? It was on last week's notes, yeah. Uh, you know, it was an addendum. You would, this is how organized we are. I, we're using an addendum. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> how, <laughs> so, yeah. It was the second email that you sent with that. We never talked about it, and we got up, and I was like, man. but Where you know, is it? We'll have to see. Hold on. Let me well, look if, at my... if you find them and whatever, if you, if you guys want to talk about the Halloween film, hell, I'm all up for yeah. that. Yeah, go ahead. Marky, uh, what do you I, think? I saw it. Uh, what did okay. you, Marky? You're a big ass horror fan, so I'm gonna get okay. your. I know you had really high expectations for it. I what, had. You, you know what it is. We won't do any spoilers since it's. No, it's, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Uh, but I had. You know, I'm a huge horror fan, and I had huge high expectations. So that's why maybe. That's why I kind of graded it down low on the New York Warrior show. I, I out of ten stars, I gave it five. And there was okay. a lot of reasons why, which I really can't get into because they're all spoilish here and there. But I will say, if you are going to see this, I think it's a perfect time to see a Halloween film. It's perfect for the month. And yeah. you will not you will be very satisfied with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. 
and of course the awesome soundtrack by John Carpenter. Okay. And that's it. If that's what you're going for from Michael and his kills and all that, the kills are freaking killer. <laughs> Did Jamie really Lee Curtis make a cameo? Jamie Lee yeah, Curtis did it? Of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, there you go. All right, she, good, is, good. she is great as always, and uh, and I like the concept of what they were trying to do. And I will say this: this isn't a spoiler. None of the other films count. Only the first one. If pretty anybody, much, yeah. if everybody's much, wondering, yeah. oh, are they including? It wipes two? out everything from Halloween three on. One. Yeah. Every one after one. So all you got to do is just sit back and relax and just feel like none of those films happened. And this is like the sequel of number one. And that's it. Number and two. I, number, no, not even two. Two really? is not mentioned. Nope. They took two out also. Well, because I thought I thought two was really good. I thought two was really good. But believe it or not, John Carpenter said in some interview, he said he, he didn't like it. Really? Okay. So I mean, you find out that this film takes place. 40 years after the events of the first one, 1978. Mm -hmm. right? So I'm assuming the youngest Michael Myers could have been was 18 years old. Cause he was in an adult or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's what really kind of threw me was Michael Myers is 68 years old. Um, so <laughs> He's a huge 68 year old dude. I mean, let, exactly, let me tell you yeah. it's a very, very, very old 68 years old. He's a very, you, he's a, he's been doing it. the cardio. You see, so, uh, you, there is a shot of him. If they don't, you know, that you see his hair and he's balding and he's got gray hair. So they are keeping it with what his age yeah. should be. And of course, it's Michael fucking Myers, and he is an unstoppable, pure evil killing machine. And what that's I what I thought was the advancements of um, the horror genre. This movie was inexplicably stuck in the past. It it felt to me like The Force Awakens, where it was like a callback to fan service from mm -hmm. the first film. But as we know, slasher films kind of disappeared for a while to the point where the Scream series kind of was a parody of them and they did it really well right because, yes you know, nowadays we have really kind of i don't want to say uh thinking man's horror films or supernatural type films is what we kind of think so slasher movies are kind of gone to the waste and i felt like this film was kind of stuck in the past right it was it it did it, it just didn't it it was like okay but it didn't scare you at all it, you know what i mean it was like you know some of the characters I, motivations were a bit right. off too so i mean you know so it, it was it was disappointing to me actually. So you know, it was a. I think it was a well done film. I liked the ending. I thought the ending was satisfying. That's actually a redone ending. That you know that they had a different ending with that. They basically the original ending was a big fight between Laurie and Michael, and that was how it was going to end. And they kind of changed it up as you as you will see when you go see it, which I do recommend people going out to see. And it did well. Right it, it, yeah, it killed it at killed the box office. Yeah. $10 million to make, and it made $77 million. That's you, know rare, you know how rare it is that horror movies come out during Halloween? It's weird. It's inexplicable. Like, if you think of all the, the horror films, like uh, The Conjuring and all these other films, Annabelle, they so, never came out during Halloween. And uh, never came out Halloween. They came out before Halloween, and it was never the week of or on or whatever like that. So you had Saw that basically was taking over October. Then when yeah. that died out, Paranormal Activity took over. Then that died out. And then it was just like, oh, who's going to take it? And then we thought it might be The Conjuring and all that other stuff. The Conjuring films are great. Yeah, yeah. They really are. But, you know, and this is perfect. This was this this month called for a Halloween film or something like that or some kind of big name slasher film. Yeah, and, they just, and uh, people they just figure people don't go to the movies on Halloween. Uh, you know what? Now I think about it, this show is uh, going to be airing next week on Halloween, and I don't think we're going to have a show. I want to enjoy my Halloween. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> no, want to I, I I be on the microphone the and hear the <laughs> doorbell and my dog fucking going right, crazy every time. Chicken get away, you stinking kids. <laughs> yeah. Guys, <laughs> trying to play it would have worked if it wasn't for those dang, dang kids. So for what I got out of the film, honestly, I, I yes, I walked out there with a smile on my face. You know, I liked how they portrayed Michael Myers, but I was me, I was expecting a lot more. Yeah. And I keep on forgetting they only had ten million dollars. They were only doing a simple story and all this other stuff. And I understand I'm happy that it's successful. That's all I care about because that opens doors. 
that opens doors, no, people. No. From that, what maybe, that maybe that might be coming back. Maybe they'll get Jason back on the fucking track if they can get rid of that fucking lawsuit that's going on right now and yeah. fucking up the game. Yeah, I think but, uh, uh, the way the ending of Halloween I, came, I don't that it's it's that's the swan song. I think it's done right the way it ended. Right, end of the credits, Shen. Did you stay yeah. at the end of the credits? No shit. Was there an end credit scene? There's no end credit scene. My uh, lady but, actually fell asleep watching it. It was because oh, it, it, it was a hear, bit boring. You hear something. You yeah. hear something. You don't yeah. see something. You hear something. Uh, okay. So, okay. yeah, because it, it, it was a little slow getting there. But you know, she fell asleep. Matter of fact, here's an interesting story that kind of leads into this: is my my girlfriend. I think on uh, this Friday or 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 Monday, her uh, she's taking uh, our daughters. They're heading up to Pasadena. That's where Halloween was filmed. Nice. So <laughs> a lot of all the really thirsty extra Halloween fans. They always go out and you can take a picture of where the, the outside of the house was that neighborhood. It's filmed. It was filmed in Pasadena. Nice. So it wasn't filmed in Haddonfield, Illinois. It was go Pasadena, not. California. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. They had, when they do their conventions and all that stuff, they do what they do the, the Halloween conventions and they bring, bring a yeah. tour bus out there and they go to the houses and stuff in the film and the bush where he hid behind the bush in the oh, first yeah. film. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, it, uh, nothing's going to ever beat that first one. Uh, let's just get this right. It yeah, was I mean, the, it, it was the first, film that started the genre of mm-hmm. the slasher film you may argue yes. it was friday the 13th but no it was halloween no i would say uh, halloween, halloween came out in 78 and, yeah. and and friday the 13th came out in 1980 yeah and, so, and, I mean, and freddy came out in 84 it started 84. that genre and all of the tropes and stereotypes of the genre the mm-hmm. get into my car fumble my keys and a car doesn't start that's them right uh, dad, teenagers having sex get killed it was halloween yeah. the bride's <laughs> right. dead Running mm-hmm. and falling down. That was it. The slasher oh, totally and remember yeah. the, heavy, the heavy breathing. Yeah, that was it was all Michael Myers. I mean, it was yeah. all started with Halloween and it's kind of like, and you know, and, and, and then it's funny, like Friday 13th, you know, uh, Jason wasn't, or uh, Jason wasn't even in it. He wasn't, he was in the second one. Remember the mom has killed everyone in right. Friday th- 13th. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a kid, man, Man, after that, I used to go to my cousin's house in Sacramento, and in, in the summertime, we would rent like just really bad B-rated slasher films. Like everybody had like <laughs> some type of fucking Toxic Avenger, some well, type of weapon. They Toxic were Avenger, I love it. <laughs> that's not, that was awesome. That's Roger Corman, right? Toxic yeah. Avenger. Yeah, yeah, but let's segue from movie. that into one of our favorite shows segments of the show. We like to call the Spec Book of the Week. Yeah, we actually have two of them the first one is the obvious one and let's talk about it and i find it really hard to believe that pepper potts gwyneth paltrow was able to leak a photo from the set of her yeah. full-blown uh our armor stark tech which is kind of amazing uh google it because ryan isn't here to give us the graphics like he normally does you bastard ryan uh but get well soon uh, so it's a selfie of her with the green screen behind her and she's wearing armor and if you yeah. follow the stories of iron man the invincible iron man number 10 volume 2 part of the dark rain story arc is the first appearance of rescue which is the name of pepper pot's armor the rescue armor so if you're out that's a great spec book it's already burning up because people have been looking for it there's another it's one with her on the cover but this one is specifically from volume two of uh, the immortal excuse me invincible iron man i think it was like 2008 2010 right around there but yeah. it, you'll know it because it, it's part of the you know how they there it is uh <clears throat> here let me uh put that picture on marky so you can show it this book right here is burning up um this is yeah if you see it right there invincible iron yep. man this is the variant edition very nice and as you thought this is the dark rain storyline and inside this is the first time where tony stark gives her uh, the armor and if you remember in iron man three yes. yeah That's iron man she three yeah. she suited up you know part of that whole thing so i yep. think it's only a matter of time you know what and to be fair it's kind of neat that they do give it to her because arguably she is the first woman of the marvel MC- of the mcu right right she was in Iron Man one. She's been in the Avengers Infinity War. She's kind of been there. It's kind of been alluded been to through the whole thing. She, yeah. You know. So I mean, this is a great spec book because you know what? There's not a million of them out there. Relatively low print run from what's around nowadays. Yeah. So I, you know, I think this has got a, a great chance of doing it. It's kind of, but it's, okay. We all know about the whole Mark Ruffalo thing and how he kind of jokes about leaking things. He went on to Jimmy Fallon and they actually said he leaked the title of it, but then they blurted out and they bleeped. Yeah, you know, and they then got the fired. 
Yeah, the Russo's tweeted, get fired. And it's like a, ro- a long-running joke about him and Tom and Holland. Funny. Yeah, it's, it's an on-running joke about him and Tom Holland always spoiling things. So I kind of find it funny that all of a sudden Gwyneth Paltrow could just blast this picture onto social media. Do you think, you know, it was like, it was like, you know, the Russo said, go ahead and post it. You know, let's just run with it. Have fun with it. I think so. I think so. Again, this is bringing more um, females into it, more women into it, more daughters into it, more younger children or, you know, the um, female comic book reader and stuff like that. Comic book fan. The costume looks really good. She looks great in it. I mean, it only showed from the shoulder up, but you do it. You do see some of the armor. The colors look great. It's a really like this was planned and this was a good move. This is a smart move. You know, P- uh, Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow, in Iron Man 1, fantastic. 2, 3, all through the Avengers movies. She's been a silent hero of these films. And, you know, she's great to look at too. Let's face it. She's a good looking woman, you know. So put her in some armor. I'm gay, man. That's pretty good. Now I got to go hunt for this book, man. Jesus. <laughs> got to go look for it. All it may right. be too late now. I think, uh, yeah, I think people have already uh, have gotten to it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. he's got more than one copy, but you know, yeah. it's one of those things, though, if you go online, but you know, like anything else, man, be very careful on the way you speculate, right? Speculate right. responsibly. Uh, and right. if you know, this type of character will probably not reappear in the movies, will probably not show up again in the movies, you know, as a one time. What I'm really stoked is about Daredevil 131 which is the first appearance of Bullseye. And, yeah. and there's a good chance we may see more Bullseye. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it looks like a stronger, better version of uh, you know, uh, Bullseye. Um, and we'll just talk briefly about Daredevil. It's kind of hard to spoil it since it's 13 episodes long, but man, from Matt Murdock to Foggy Nelson to Foggy Nelson. Karen Page to fucking Fist to Bullseye to, man, just great. Act, just yep. great acting, just up and Fist down the board. And you know who really yeah. nailed it to me? Sister Maggie, man. She was oh, great yeah. throughout the entire... And you know what was great about this season? Writing. It had yes. great yes. writing, little twat, little plot twist. Did I say twat? Twat, yeah. Yeah, they're twat twists in there. Uh, but I thought it was really well written as well. You know, you did some of these twists you didn't see coming. Some of them, obviously, you knew because you knew you read about the comics. There was the Peter Parker, Miles Morales, little Easter egg. Poster, the, right? The apartment number on um, Bullseye's apartment was 131, 131. for Daredevil 131. Yeah. Kind of nice and, nods here and there. And you uh, saw the Roy Thomas cameo, right, while he was in jail? Yeah, uh, it was there. That season – okay, so there's two episodes that really stick out. Episode 6 and episode 4. Episode right, so six, I'm on 5. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm right in the middle. Episode 6 is probably the best of the entire series. Yeah. But episode 4 is interesting because it's an actual 10, 11-minute, one-take prison riot scene. Yes. Yeah, so, fantastic. 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 What's interesting is, remember in season 1 where they had the hallway fight? The that hallway was fight. One yep. shot? It was edited that way to look like one shot. So it's pretty good, right? So it made yep. you think it was a one shot. If you, for those that don't know, a one shot infamously is um, Goodfellas, right? So Goodfellas, when uh, when uh, what's his name takes his girlfriend into the restaurant, right? And they mm-hmm. walk through the back, and the camera follows them. It's one take. They never cut. They just continue to film throughout this. This is eleven minutes long. It took them yeah. the whole day to film this eleven minute sequence, but it's pretty freaking awesome because you figure it's not just people walking and talking. It's actual action and fighting. So. 10 minutes, one take, no editing, and it's pretty amazing to me. I would, you know, I I would have to watch Daredevil season two again, but I gotta man, this what is, was the fight scene in that one? Was it the hallway in it season? It was a hallway, two? they kind of stick though, but I gotta think this is one of the I don't know if it's better than season one right. and two, but it's right up there. I gotta it watch it. I think one it is again. better, and yeah. I'm gonna tell you why I think it's better. It was more realistic to fight because when you hear the punches and the kicks and the blocks and the getting connected, and you just I think they did it choreographed oh, it perfect right right so, but you didn't you don't hear it like like fake like overblown like bone crunching like a cinder block just crashed his fucking leg i kind of like that I, I mean i'm a fan of all right i know i know but fan of kung fu movies from the 80s and 90s you hear this you hear this going yeah. in the face going in the leg and it just seems so and it was a one-stop non-stop shot and it right. just played out great and i think the choreograph and the fighting was definitely Heightened up, made it more realistic, very realistic. I mean, honestly, I I believed he got hit. He had to get hit. I mean, you can't pull all those punches back. You had to get hit. 
Bullseye is very close to his comic counter counterpart too. Where anything oh, he touches becomes a weapon. It's, right. It's kind oh, of, that was great. The scene yeah. with the the baseball. I mean, I was, that's you know that's yep. you know I yep. did yep. not see that coming at all, man. I won't get into nope. detail, but you know when he's just, he gets taken out of the game and then he throws the ball. And I'm like, whoa. Right, and that's that, that was what. So when I was, I know Tim, you said you like the writing, and I think. In following us and listening to what we're saying and the choreographies with Iron Fist and stuff like that, I got to agree with Marky on this. The choreographing I really paid attention to, and it was different than Iron Fist. Um, the choreo, the fight scenes and stuff like that. The prison scene was great. To me, though, the best fight scene, and I'm gonna get off task here, was the six minutes in um, Paradise, and I think that was the Punisher episode, or was that the Daredevil one? I'm where Punisher gets uh, Fisk puts Punisher in jail. He's got to get out. He's got to fight his way out. That's yeah, that's one. season two. Yeah, that's season two. Right. So that was one of my favorites. But this scene when they get out of the, the, the prison riot is absolutely fantastic. Very realistic. Everybody's coming out from everywhere, and the choreographing in this was just fantastic. And Kudos to them for doing this because it's yeah, and really so you see how intelligent uh, Wilson Fisk is. Yes, he is manipulative. Two steps ahead of everybody on what he's planning and how he just has people in his pocket. It's it's it's, it's like the kingpin of crime in the comic books. It's just yep. amazing, but it's such a well fleshed out character. And uh, D'Onofrio just did a great job with it. And you he just killed see that role. What his mo- what his motivations are, right? It's mm-hmm. not just I'm out here, and then Bullseye is just schizo, right? I mean, this is right. fucking nuts, that guy. Yeah, and you know, and it's what I found cool was when they were in hand to hand combat, Daredevil had the upper hand as he should, but when they're at distance, Bullseye has the marked advantage, big time, right? Mm-hmm. To right. the point where he, you know, that's why I posted on for first appearance of Friday. I posted the first appearance of uh, Daredevil's black suit, which is in. Uh, Daredevil Man of Fear number uh, number four is the first appearance of the kind of year one Daredevil black suit in the comics. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great Frank Miller story. It's a six issue run, but that features the first appearance. And then uh, there's a part where, you know, he goes, oh, you must be serious because he's winning the Muay Thai ro- ropes on his arms. And you're like, why is he doing that? Then you're like, ah, that's right. why I did it. And it just made perfect sense. I'm at the fr- that's why I wait till you see episode six. I I, I won't. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Today episode six. Uh, Maybe I'll watch it today it when is, we get off. Everybody kept on telling me about episode six, so I knew right. I had to at least get through episode six because since we were in the October move, I was watching House uh, Haunted Hill House. That's, that's good. Another, that that that, yeah, that's that is a great friggin' show, especially around this time of month. Go you know watch how hard it, it is go. to get two good streaming Netflix shows out at the same time? Because <laughs> right there's yeah. been a lot of good stuff that's been no, on that, there. You that, just that, look. Both, that both premiere at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, past, yeah. You go, oh, I'm going to watch Orange is the New Black. Then I can watch Stranger Things. And when you finish all of them, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I got to go to like third tier original Netflix programming. And that's yeah. not <laughs> Their that's documentaries not are very good on there, too. I mean, you know, there's yeah. a lot. That, you could find something on there. They're, the comedy, the comedy stand up comedies are really good, too. If you're in the serial killer documentaries, Netflix is your place to be. Man, there is <laughs> that or drug dealers. I swear to God, man. Yeah, that right. And, oh, uh, the drug dealer one. Yeah, that and uh, oh, Narco season four is coming. Yeah, Narcos, what I was about to say. That's incredible. And also, if, uh, for all you hip hop heads out there, there's a uh, mini uh, docu series called uh, Hip Hop Evolution, and it, it just takes one hip hop artist and it just for that one episode, 45, 50 minutes, whatever. It just talks about you know how they got into hip hop and they're following this season two is like KRS One, Public Enemy. Nice. They had Nas. It's pretty dope, man. So, like, a lot of times, you're up at 2 in the morning. You got shit to do. You're like, let me go on the Netflix thing. And, you know, you know, a lot of times, my lady will give me a hard time. She goes, you're going to look for something for us to watch, and it's going to be two hours into it because you're still looking. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and it's like, well, you know what? You're right. And, you know, but, you know, for the 30 minutes I looked, I probably could have pulled out a DVD at the time and just right. went. So, um, next thing is the second book on the spec, which I actually posted it on Top Variant Tuesday. I think the NY Warriors talked about it. Uh, the news leaked, so um, it's Return of Wolverine, number two, yeah. uh, second print, uh, Steve McNiven variant, and it's an error issue. Um, I was able to get a hold of some, some were not, and here's why I think this book has got a good chance, because people love recalled comics or error issues. Oh, this one yeah. has an, has a page from Dr. Afra in the front, and I and I, when I flipped the mine, I saw it on the back. I don't know if there's any missing Wolverine uh, pages, and I don't think there are. They're just, I think they're. I think they were mixed up. So yeah. those pages were mixed into that book, you guys. I missed Marty's. Yep. Yeah. So Doctor Afra, his pages are inside the Return yeah. of Wolverine, only on the second print variant, though, not the first print. Really? Right. That's the interesting part. And here's the more interesting part: is my shop only ordered four of them. 
So this wow. is going to be a pretty low print run because you know what? Nobody knew there was going to be an error. And when they came out, a lot of people, a lot of shops say, eh, you know, a unless somebody specifically, yeah, unless uh, right. somebody specifically says, hey, give me that. They don't go out of the way to order a lot of the second print variants. So I think this book has a good chance to get some legs. Right there. Star yeah. Wars scroll from Dr. Afra story in yeah, the whole book. Let me put book. the camera on you, Marky, so you can uh, go ahead and uh, right there. The yeah, it's right there. there. Here's the front. Really? And there's and then, the Dr. Afra scroll right there. <laughs> and then there's the credits and what the story <laughs> is and who wrote it. And, their job. <laughs> and and the uh, oh what the uh, what's that word? Oh the the notes on the bottom. There's a certain word. Remind me. Yeah, and on um, the very last page as well. Yeah, somebody's about to get fired over this bitch. No, well, they they said that we're not going to recall them. It's up to uh, right. Yeah, you know, so you, if they're going to order again, the uh, third print, like they know, like this book has been pretty hot. So I'm going to assume there's going to be a third print. Uh, and the last that last page too, because if you look at the bottom, you know, it even says so. Uh, Doctor Afra on sale on eleven fourteen. So there you go, the first. And so very rarely wow. do we get a, an error book like this, something happening. And you know, I've always, always told people about um, recalledcomics.com. Great resource for anybody who's into collecting the rare to hard find books. They all they specialize in low print runs. They specialize in error books. Like um, there was the 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 hot book for a minute. There was that Lethal Protector number one. Yes. Right. They had like a they had like a color issue on it, so it was like an all black cover. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something like that. I mean, you follow it. They they do some of the best research on that site. Recalled comics, and they've been around for years, man. But they do great That's work. That's a really and, interesting site and too. They, and they actually rate the comics on its rare ability. Uh, is right. a word. <laughs> so they, there's like a five star, right? So so five stars, the rarest of the rare. Like the one star is eh, it's somewhat rare, right? So I mean, so I'd be curious to see where this is. Five years ago, six years ago, you know, seven years ago, right? Before social media kind of took over everything. There was social media out there, but, you know, it wasn't as it as heavily influenced as it is now. There's not websites specifically geared to that. There's not Instagram pages specifically geared to it back then. Like I said, I posted my first comic on Instagram in 2012. There was about 20 of us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there was about 20 of us on Instagram and we, you know, storm shadow for comics. I think Jim mint was in 2013 when I first met him, there was like, a, there was a handful of us and we all posted. And then when next, you know, we're hashtagging comic books, right. Then IG right. Comic family started, then hashtag IG comic Lords started. And so back then it was like, you didn't know about it. And websites rarely know it. Nowadays you got like bleeding cool and Twitter accounts that tell you about the stuff. But back then it was just like collecting. It was like comic books have always been last to technology. Right. I mean, right. Shit, there's still people out there reading the overstreet price guide. for price. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean, it's like <laughs> looking up the grades and those books. some things we do out of nostalgia or something, you know what I mean? But nowadays we have, you know, GP analysis, uh, you can look up eBay history. Comics and V, what's sold, stuff there's like that. Yeah. There's CBSI. There's all kinds of groups that do speculation and rumor. So it's really hard to surprise collectors nowadays, right? So mm -hmm. now it's to the point where somebody who has access to a comic shop on Monday, you know, whenever they get the new books, they will flip through every book to look for first appearances or anything of note, right? You know, because a lot of times the previews, you know, they don't really tell you unless they want to. Like if it's a right. major thing that they're trying to hype and market and this and that, but this one, there was no way knowing of it until somebody came upon it when they were flipping through the book. So, right. you know, it's, it's one of those cool things, man. If you're a collector, if you can get one of those things, you know, but I be careful chasing it. If you, if like, I, what a, I always say, man, it's not speculation. If you get it for, if you get it for cover, cover, price. What, it's the same cover though. Right. It's, it's, it's a show Mark. Yeah. Let me see the cover of it. The actual yeah. cover is different. It's this, it is. what Marvel does with their second. Oh, variants gotcha, gotcha. Is they'll okay. take a, they yeah. took an internal page from issue right. number one and yeah. they they'll reprint it. So yeah, the second print, right there. You famously, go. I think cosmic ghostwriter had some of the best, like second. Okay. Got it. Covers. And then yeah. if you know, they're all like from the internal pages from the first issue. Right. Yeah. I like that cover with the one with the skull and burning in fire. I like that. I know that's part of one of the pages and all that. No, but I mean, and this, cool is good, this is good for the hobby. You know what I mean? This is good yeah. for collecting. You know, first, anytime we have what I like to call and, you know, is organic. Organic, right? Yeah. It's organic, yeah. meaning it comes from a comic book root. It's not something based off a TV show or a movie. Uh, right. You know, we got plenty of those. And, you know, we talked about it last week, right? Be careful on God Country, right? It's just right. a screenplay. 
Yeah, that's dangerous speculation. But if you can get up a cover price, you're set. If you're buying a hundred books with that, ooh, that's got that's right. scary to me, man. A hundred yeah. bucks on that, a hundred bucks on that. Uh, but other things like, you know. First appearance of Loki, first appearance of Scarlet Witch, they're getting their own Marvel show. Marvel movies, uh, you know, Ant-Man, Wasp, all yeah. those things, they, they were kind of safe. But it's cool when Red Goblin, which was for a, a short time, but it really got people, hey, I want to get this cool. And uh, for a good while, there was four or five different issues where all the uh, comic book retail sites, you know, that specialize in variants, they were coming out with some cool stuff. The null stuff with Venom, all organic, yep. nothing really based on a movie. You know, the god of symbiotes. Cosmic Ghost Rider. I mean, damn, Donny Cates has been killing it now. I killing think about it, it right? right? And the death of the Inhumans yeah. with Bob. I mean, before that, cool you know, just to give too. DC love, the whole uh, Batman Who Laughs, that whole dark metal storyline, the Batman yep. Who Laughs was probably the hottest th uh, thing to come out of uh, DC in a while as far as a first appearance, right? You know right. what I mean? And plus, Matina killed those covers. I mean, he's just crushing all yeah. those covers on that. So, There's, yeah, you know, you got you know. Cosmic Ghost Rider, the Batman Who Laughs, you got Red Goblin for, you know, we all said, be careful, Red Goblin, because we know it was only for a limited time. It was going to go away. Who knows? He may come back down the road, but it was fun while it lasted right you know get was a read you know yeah so i mean you know um but what i've really liked also this week is that marvel has relaunched what if so yes there's yes. what if stories and uh the infinity warps or is it rap or warp uh warp infinity warp, warp. right so, yeah so how they're meshing the characters like characters i got the soldier supreme that was dope was yep. captain rogers and uh dr strange the one i thought was pretty cool today was i and i picked up i, I left my comics downstairs but i picked up the one that's uh um scarlet witch and x23 yeah what did i okay. come today so it was a, they called it scarlet hex or something like that and because you know x23 is super hot right now i think that's a cool one uh, in upcoming weeks, there's a there's a cool what if Ghost Rider, which is the what, what if Ghost Rider was like in a rock band where he's fucking riding the car. Oh, the, the car, yeah, I'm totally getting that. Are you kidding me? What yeah, if yeah. With a Ghost Rider on it? Yeah, I gotta get that on principle alone. You, you got know? It, absolutely. With him sitting <laughs> on the, the cover looks charger, crazy, 66 yes. charger. Yeah, he's got there was the what if today was pretty cool. It was what if Thor was raised by the um. The frost, frost giants. giants. I got that yeah. one too. Yeah, that's I love what if, man. But what you know what's cool about what if is you can just read um single issue. That's it. You, you get lost in it. Right. Yeah. You know, and then maybe now and then you get the you know, the Jane Foster becomes a Thor. Or right. you know, mm -hmm. I remember as a kid the hot what if book was uh, what if Electra had lived and yep. what if Phoenix had lived. And Wolverine what if the uh, hot, yeah. Hulk killed Wolverine, actually. Because yeah, yes. Frank Miller actually did the Daredevil issue. Yeah. Yes, I got the Daredevil one. Yes. Yeah. So anytime, so. you know, I was there, the, but don't get me wrong. It's the, the first generation of, uh, what if <laughs> volume one, that's right. One. But you know, even if you think about recent times, the, what if venom possessed Deadpool, that is still a hot book. That's it's unbelievable with that book. It's, and no, it's I a know. lousy book. I the lousy. book we've talked yeah. about this on Three Men in the Basement. <laughs> the story is absolutely terrible. They're stuck <laughs> on an island and then venom eats them. And it is so terrible. But again, that book is a Scotty young cover, right? Low print run. But no. it's two hot characters. Two hot, absolutely. Two hot right? characters. Venom right. the and Deadpool. The version of two characters, yeah. Right. It's like if you did a what if, you know, Joker became Batman. Yeah, you know, right. You know, yeah. For the DC world. You know, you get the two hot characters, you meld them together. Like my favorite Elseworlds story is the Speeding Bullets one. What if like, uh, mm. what if Clark Kent became Batman? Right. So imagine a pissed off, angry vigilante with Superman's powers. Right, Jesus. That's scary, right? You're right, talking that, about absolutely. <laughs> you're talking about a dark, twisted version of Clark Kent that's basically Bruce Wayne that becomes Batman. So it's a yeah. powered Batman. It's speeding bullets. One of the better Elseworlds uh, stories. Right. Is the other one is going uh, on with CW this week, where they're doing a four-part yeah, series. Yeah, they're doing the whole where... Arrowverse yeah. thing. Yeah, is, so yeah. watch out for that. It's going to be a uh, black suit uh, Superman. I think original uh, Flash from the yep. CBS from the show. old team from, from the yeah. old team show. Yeah, yeah. it's He's it's show up and then um, they switch characters, right? Yeah, yeah. Flash, Flash and Arrow are going to switch. Are going to flip flop, yeah. right? Okay, Another my DVR is, is blown the fuck blown up. up. You can't watch all the stuff. My God, you got to take day off. I can't take. I mean, if it's any indication on how good the Crisis on Earth X was last year, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. I, yeah. They're they're doing every I, on the TV shows. They're doing it right, man. I mean, the only I like it. Problem yeah. I have is. Um, I think the storytelling on Black Lightning is good, but god damn, the fight scenes are I can't I can barely sit through them. The, the fight choreography when you watch like Arrow, it's pretty good fight choreography. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
but oh man the fight choreography and, and black lightning oh it's so bad it's slow it's, it's, it's like the last episode where the chick yeah. killed her with a high heel oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my For god those of you listening to on this on podcast if you saw the face that tim just made when it came to this fighting and choreograph you'd be laughing Get us some stunt doubles or something because man, Black Lightning is old as fuck, and you can just hear his bones crickety crackety when he's. Well, I also think they they didn't know where that was gonna go. You know, yeah. they didn't. Know, they thought maybe it would have been a one season done and all that stuff, and it got really uh, popular. It got to find a following. It's really yeah. good. I really liked it. I mean, yeah. it, it's um, another character. One of those, I guess you call him. Is he a C-rated character? Would you call Black Lightning a C-rated character yeah. or a B, a B somewhere no, around there? See, yeah. I mean, yeah, even yeah, in the yeah, comics, yeah, yeah. he doesn't even have his own. He right. didn't even have his own comic for like until now. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and and it was good. I mean, I mean the, I the last time he had a solo was Batman and the Outsiders when he was part right. of the Outsiders, right? Right. right? Yeah. So I mean, he had a really cheesy costume back then, and this TV version. <laughs> I don't know if it's that stealth mode when you're wearing neon signs. I thought it was cool. I don't no, know. That's I, me. I think the powers of it is cool, but I just don't like the hand-to-hand combat. Like Arrow does the best of the hand-to-hand combat. It of definitely all does. The, Arrow um, does. Yeah. Um, but like I said, once I tell you this about the Arrow show, you will never watch it ever, the same way again. <laughs> Guy, oh and Marky knows what I'm talking about. Guys with guns just nullify their their range on arrow they always run at green arrow shooting their guns at him as opposed to saying you know what i'm gonna step back like 20 feet i'm gonna shoot you. no <laughs> right let me grab my gun and run at you so arrow can beat me up so once you watch <laughs> next episode of arrow watch for the ranged non-use of weapons it's almost amazing it's like why would you do that dude you got a pistol <laughs> step back like 50 yards how much time to be uh, thinking like that man just watch the show I'm, man I'm a, i suspend <laughs> belief as much as i can I know. man i just I know. Like, you know what totally i like an arrow in the prison though you know what i'm saying I, i'm yeah, just waiting for yeah i'm waiting for the island yeah. I'm waiting for the American me prison rape scene of Arrow. So, oh, yeah. you know what's curious is remember that was supposed to be a, a DCEU movie was a, a version of Arrow where he has to break out of prison. Google it. I don't remember it's that. Thing. This was like seven years ago. This was like really early, where there was a storyline. There was a script. Thank God it didn't come out then. Uh, just Google Arrow prison movie. Okay, um, and just be careful for fans. Is that one of those scripts that are dead on the floor? Like that's one of those. Things. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, it was one of those things where the, the old DC writing room was the way they set up was they just got a bunch of screenwriters to go just submit your scripts and we'll see what you know. And some of them got right. leaked, right? Um, yeah. So it never happened, but it would be curious to see because I think Kevin Smith even talked about it one time. Just Google it; it's a thing, man. And I yeah. and I promise you. Don't look at the images because there may be fan fiction about some weird stuff. You know. Kevin Smith has been taking a lot of the directing a lot of the CW shows, right? Yeah, he, he, did, yes. fl- he did Flash uh, and Supergirl. Flash and Supergirl that he's yeah. been doing, yes. All right, so hey, look at that. We're right at an hour. Thanks to everybody in the live chat. There's been Who we got in the live chat right now? Hey, so I, Jeremy I Edwards, Gary was Johnny Boy. Hey, the great legends here. Very Gary. Uh, comics oh. Explained, Dark Side Jedi. Are you still awake, Dar- uh, Ryan? <laughs> Uh, Six seventy nine. Dennis Hayes, Ag Surfers in the house. All right, uh, crew, a lot of right. we had like seventy two people watching at one point. So nice. holler at everybody. Um, shout out to all the folks who came over from Comic Town One One Show. Hopefully you'll stick around for next week's show. We kind of do this once a week, but next week uh, we will be Halloween. Uh, it's Halloween. Sorry, man, we just can't can't do it. Especially at the time that we start, it'll be full blown right in the middle of Halloween. Um, yep. You know, too bad Halloween didn't fall on a weekend because me and ghetto boys were trick or treating. Anyway, just thought I had to <laughs> Freaks come out at night. That's what yeah. else. And, yeah. All right. So thank you, everybody. Any last words, Marky? Yeah, I got a few. I said uh, thank you uh, uh, for everybody watching and everything. Ryan, get better. And uh, and tune in to uh, the show that I am on with the home of the NY Warriors YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch me, Big E's, and the rest of the guys. And we just uh, do our own thing every two weeks on uh, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also got an auction coming up in All right. the third Saturday. Um, so uh, tune in for that. And also, I just got to give a shout out to uh, Erod212, our fellow NY Warrior brother. Go to his Instagram page. He's got an awesome thing going on. He's got one of these uh, Wolverines that you got at uh, New York City Comic Con. He's got one for raffle. I think he's got a few spots left. So uh, 
Think about yeah, four Sparky, spots. You're a horrible salesperson. It's, hey, the, man. it's the return of Wolverine, yeah. uh, J. Scott Campbell, Second, Bowling okay. in the Dark, I need New, that. York's, New York Comic Con exclusive. Okay. That right. is the full sales pitch. So, all right. Thank you. Nice. So, Turn off your lights. So, let's see if it goes in the dark. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nah, this is green. You can't do it. My boy Justin Nemesis Prime said it, it does glow in the dark. It so. does glow in the dark. Yeah. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah, so, cool. Uh, yeah, go go get your names in there. Uh, I think it's I think it's only ten dollars to get your name on the raffle, man. That's less than what the book costs at New right, York right. City Comic Con. So you can't miss it. So go ahead on that. He's on Instagram. You are two one two. Nice. Uh, right. No comics guy. Maybe check out my Instagram. There may be second print errors available for sale because I have four of them. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. go. My right. shop only got ten of them, and I got four of them. So there you go, man. It's it's good to know people in low places. That's what. That's I mean. right. That's right. <laughs> in the last words, there, Otto from the Grotto. No, well, you were just hanging out, man. So as you guys know, um, every week I've been posting Mutant Mondays. Uh, I just did uh, episode five this week, and. Uh, Tim and I have been talking. I'm trying to step up the production game. So I've been spending some time working on the videos, uh, focusing on X-Men, early X-Men. Um, last week I did Magneto. Check out um, what I did about him this week. I'm not going to tell you what I'm what I'm working on, but it should be pretty good. It's an original X-Men, one of them. And uh, doing my homework, doing my research, and some things that you might not know about them. So that's going to be exclusively on the Lords of the Longbox channel every Monday. Um, the Three Men in the Basement. I think we're going to do a live show this Friday around 8 o'clock. Uh, my boy Roger Levesque is going to be around. We've got some pickups. We're going to talk about some of the best books we've picked up. So look for us, Three Men in a Basement, on Friday night. And then every Monday, my boy Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime, the variant whore, has been adding content to the Three Men in a Basement stuff about all the variants that he's been picking up and certain books. And he's got four or five um, episodes on the Three Men in a Basement. So we've got content on both channels. Things are going really good. It's a great time to be a comic fan. It's a great time to be enjoying this stuff so between three men in the basement lords of the long box the ny warriors you know comic time we got a lot of good stuff going on so it's a great time to be a comic fan so yeah, yeah so people out there in the you basement know? on friday for their live show um yeah. and uh let me see um yeah check out uh otto's video from monday from monday i also posted a top variant tuesday video on Tuesday for the books that came out today, let's see if yeah. I was right on any of them. Tim, that uh, beat is so yeah. fat. I can't tell you. I've got that stuck in my head, man. That beat is made by my boy DJ Curse of the world-famous Beat Junkies. Beat Junkies and killed it. Nice for segue. My man DJ Curse and the world-famous Beat Junkies is working on a Halloween version. That's nice. going to be up for Top Variant Tuesday. So I'm going to have a Halloween-themed remix while i post the comics for top variant tuesday um you know awesome. and you know these variants that i pick on tuesday will quite possibly make you a millionaire one correction uh because uh he just said does it the auction is november the 10th november the 10th so <laughs> november you're the 10th. by a whole week whole week i <laughs> screwed that i screwed you know what i'm you know what i'm probably gonna get banned and uh so uh, yeah i screwed up the whole sales yeah we actually had to continue our auction because ryan still has like 10 slabs uh so as yeah. soon as ryan's back feels better you know what yeah. for those who've been watching uh daredevil maybe he'll get some uh surgery like at the end of uh episode 13 all right well, like I say, because Ryan is uh can't move in a bad way, man. Poor Ryan. Yeah, do out his way. back. He might have to get back surgery. So maybe we'll start a GoFundMe to pay for uh, my comics while Ryan gets uh, back surgery. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm just kidding. No, we'll get money for Ryan's back surgery or something like that. Uh, but Ryan yeah. will have to at least show us the. We'll start a Patreon for Ryan's surgery, but he has to live stream the surgery. Oh God, she's yes. I can't handle that. <laughs> I wonder if YouTube would let that. So that part of their terms of agreement, if we can actually live stream a, a, a surgery, a surgery, <laughs> <laughs> we just see You're Ryan. The doctor. I'm the doctor. Who are you? I'm the doctor. I'm hey, you know, guys. his ass will be wide open right at there. It's not like going <laughs> to cover his butt. So we got that to look forward to. So thanks, Ryan. We're gonna get oh, a camera. Wait, 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 wait. If, 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 he's got to do another morphine show, dude. Oh, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta bring that back. Yeah, I hope that back. It sounds terrible, but if I hope you get surgery so we could do another show from your hospital bed. <laughs> no, that's unbelievable. Oh, that's why man. I'm a little disappointed that Ryan can't yeah. make the show when he was actually in his in his bed having surgery, and now he's just got a little back problem and he can't join us. So yeah, a little back problem. Poor guy. <laughs> he's bedridden. So, we're gonna use get that new Ryan. that new Uber Moves thing, uh, which is an Uber service that allows you to hire people to help you work. 
Um, and we're going to get them over to Ryan's house to move all of his equipment upstairs so he can use it. Because right now, all of his computer stuff is downstairs in the basement. We're going to hire these Uber guys to come up there and move everything for you. And then maybe give you a hand. All right. He says he's down. So there you go. All right. Thanks, <laughs> everybody, right. for joining. We will see Thank you, you not next Wednesday, but Monday we'll Two have weeks. Monday with uh, Otto. Tuesday we'll have Top Variant Tuesday with your boy yep. TiVo, a.k.a. Tenacious vocabulary, and then we'll be back on the following Wednesday because Halloween doesn't fall on the weekend. So me and the ghetto mm -hmm. boys need to go trick or treating. So until next all time, right. boys and girls, as always, peace. peace. With the Halloween all boxes, peace out. <laughs>